Chris Hall. Hello. Welcome to the show. Chris is the uh, co-owner of McNally Robinson Booksellers. So if you've been thinking about reading some books, I I used to be an avid reader, I will say to you, Chris. I, I was an avid reader book after book after book. And then for some ridiculous reason, I stopped. I don't know why or what it was. Kim here, uh, Kim Lawson, show producers in studio with us. And you don't read now as much as you used to, right? I used to read a ton. I have less time than I used to have. But I used to really be up on all of the current fiction. And now I I feel like my list has just grown of books that I want to get to or the pile on my dresser that I've actually bought and just haven't got to yet. I just... But I need to, it's not that I don't want to be into it, but I need, I, I think maybe to turn off the Netflix a little bit more. Yeah. And maybe all the social media that we engage <laughs> ourselves in too, right? Instead of reading the BuzzFeed off Facebook, somebody posts, ooh, next, or watching YouTube for mm-hmm. one thing. Next thing you know, it's three hours later and you're <laughs> watching something completely unrelated to what you started off with. Maybe it's time to just sit down and read a book. And so what we asked Chris to do was bring in some suggestions, some some books that you would suggest people read of, of all different kinds, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my first question to anybody who's trying to get started again is what kind of book do you like? And and there's, um, especially with fiction, there's a few different um, or variations on the same kind of thing. If you are if you want to pick up a book that grabs you in the first page and sweeps you away, then you're looking for a book with a lot of story and a lot of plot. Um, and then there can be a, a range all the way to another extreme where uh, plot and story is very small piece of what's going on. Maybe very little does happen. There's more character development. There's more um, the context, the political context maybe, or the historical uh, mm. issues or ideas. That That's maybe the driving piece. So so anybody who's trying to get started again, I would try to, to get a sense of where they are on that spectrum. And and if you don't know, then I would take you to the plot-driven uh, stuff and where the superstars are, the Stephen Kings and the John Grishams. And and there's um, there's been a... a Kind of a resurgence, I guess, in female character-driven books. And uh, uh, one of the first ones around was Gone Girl, which uh, got yes. made into a movie. And and the one I brought in today is called The Girl on the Train, which uh, also got made into a movie. Just a huge book uh, about uh, uh, a female character in a in a suspenseful situation uh, who turns out to be, well, maybe telling the truth, maybe not, maybe, you know. So there's some questions like that going on, which... You, you know, know I found a little funny, bit more of an experience. Kim and I recently watched the uh, the new Gilmore Girls episodes, <laughs> and they were talking about Wild in particular, right? We're going to do the Wild, and there was two groups of girls who were doing the hike. One was a movie group, and the other was a book group. And there's so many different variations in cases uh, between movies and books. And mm-hmm. every single time when you compare the book to the movie, the book is always better. Absolutely. And that's, I think, sometimes what we forget. A book can get into the heads of characters. It can get into the details of a situation far more than a movie. A movie can give you the surface and it it can find various ways to do more than that. But a book can really explore um, the the invisible world, if you will. have you heard from people about the girl on the train, whether they let, prefer the book to the movie, those that have done uh, both? Uh, yeah. Well, I think with that kind of book, it's less so that the movie, because those plot-driven books are largely plot, and so they're mm-hmm. much more easy to turn into a screenplay and turn into a, a movie. When you get into some of the other books I've brought in, another example uh, is if you if you like mysteries. So, so um, the big thing these days is uh, mystery authors write series, and so you get a, a whodunit um, in an individual book, but what they will do is over the course of six, eight, twelve uh, books, the the detective he or she develops. They have relationships. Their story, their challenges in life 
you become you get to know them and it becomes an experience. Are we finding that, more and more of that? More we are, like, yeah. Are these yeah. like what would you call them? Would you call them uh, serial so books? We call them series, but uh, but sometimes series are um, uh, standalone, or um, or at least you can read them as standalone. They're, they don't have maybe the same kind of character development over the course of of um, what they are now. They're really they're really driven by these detective characters. And you mentioned part of Stephen King earlier in the conversation, mm-hmm. and I used to be a large fan of Stephen King, but having gotten off or having gotten off the the reading. Uh, railway here. I, I've kind of lost track of what he's been doing lately. Has mm-hmm. he been putting out stuff? Too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he uh, he's a machine. Yeah, uh, it keeps coming out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what's what's his most recent stuff? Uh, well, he's the uh, eyebrows went right yeah, up there. Yeah, Where do I begin? I, it's funny. I, I can't think about books unless I'm in the store. But uh, the, <laughs> the, the titles of them uh, they flash back. But he's he's producing them all the time and. Uh, I think I think with those superstars, if you really like their stuff, then you do like their stuff. But I think they do start to get repetitive and so on. And so, so I'm always interested when somebody says, "What else? What what else can I read that's yeah. beyond what I'm normally reading?" And so, I always find my favorite books are where they get that combination where I get a book where I just want to turn the page and find out what else what's happening next. But there's always something else in my mind that because there's some kind of uh, events or uh, or deeper deeper meanings that uh, that have me uh, hooked and I my example here a uh, uh, very popular book of the last couple of years is all the light we cannot see and it's it's a book about uh, set in World War II um, two teenagers one a, uh, who ends up becoming a German soldier whether he wants to or not and on the other side a blind French girl who's very vulnerable trying to survive and these two storylines come together over the course of the book and it really plays with your sympathies you know you're not supposed to feel sorry for a Nazi soldier but mm-hmm. this is a teenage kid who has no choice but to do what he's doing you can't forgive him for what he's doing but at the same time it messes with you a bit you you end up uh, getting some insights that you don't otherwise, and and that you can't in real life. You 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 have to throw people like that in jail. You have to. Yeah, you know, right. You, you, but a character, he's not a real person, so you don't have to worry. Well, that's about, the uh, magic of the author, though, yeah, right? I think so too. Like yeah. being able to construct a character like that with with uh, you know making the audience or the readers feel as though this is a sympathetic character when mm-hmm. on the surface he appears to be a villain. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I've been really interested in the rock biographies <laughs> lately, and yeah. I noticed you brought in the Bruce Springsteen book. I did. Yeah. Have you read that yet? I haven't read it. Um, my, if we go to nonfiction, I, my first question is, well, what are you interested in? Because the, that, the, yeah, <laughs> um, that. the store is full of subjects, right? So what are you interested in? We would go to that subject, find a biography, find a book about that subject. And yeah, Bruce Springsteen's uh, biography, uh, Born to Run, has been one of the big sellers in the fall. A great book by all accounts uh, yeah. on many different levels, but um, interesting life, uh, well-told story. Um, yeah, it's... Um, uh, it's a good one. What are some of the other uh, famous music stars whose books have been selling? Well, Keith Richards uh, kind of uh, um, set the standard, I guess. This is a number of years ago now, but uh, um, it, I mean, but music biographies were coming out a little bit. But once he wrote one, and and he's such a natural storyteller, it was like reading him speaking, and and it, uh, his his. Uh, um, his, You'd actually hear him talking. Uh, absolutely, like yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like sitting down and listening to him, and and so that one really uh, um, set the standard, as I said. And and a lot of um, music biographies have come out kind, trying to reattain that. Uh, Bruce Springsteen appears to have some of them do, some of them don't. Uh, it depends a little bit, but uh, 
but yeah, it's um, it's a tough uh, tough act to follow. So we've discussed the girl on the train and the mm-hmm. Bruce Springsteen. What else have you got in front of you there? Well, the there? last book I brought in was another option I would suggest to people um, is is a book set locally, um, nonfiction, uh, regional interest kinds of books, history. Uh, people really take to that. There's a book out right now called Abandoned Manitoba about sites in Manitoba that. We no longer use, but have all these historical stories to tell about. You mean them. like ghost towns? A little bit, um, but like abandoned uh, grain elevators or old uh, military sites and things that are around. Something uh, you drive past all the time, yeah, but didn't realize. But you don't know the story behind it. That's fascinating. The book I brought was uh, is fiction, and so on the fiction side, I'm I would recommend The Break by Katrina Vermette. It's a story told uh, from the viewpoint of a number of uh, Indigenous women in Winnipeg. Uh, going, one of them. Uh, there's a crime that she's uh, that uh, she undergoes, um, and her family and uh, extended family and all these women try to figure out how to help and what to do. That's and, a nonfiction and, book. No, this is a fiction book. But yeah, it could very well be a nonfiction yeah. book. It's it is steeped in the reality of Winnipeg right now. And and so taking it from a fictional side again, you get some insights. You get to live in this world a little bit in a way that you, we, uh, if you're not in that world, you don't get to and. And so it's a real opportunity for Winnipeggers to to visit a part of the city that uh, that's kind of close to them, um, and uh, but deserves some of our attention. Can I have all those books? <laughs> Absolutely, I'll bring them back. <laughs> no, I know you're not a library. How, True, many, we're not how a library. many times do you have people come in there, start reading the book, you walk past them and say, "Hey, this isn't a <laughs> library." Right. I always say that we've got to make a distinction between reading and browsing. <laughs> all right, Chris, thanks for coming in this morning. We really Thank appreciate you for having me. the time. Chris Hall, co-owner of McNally Robinson Booksellers, all kinds of great stuff out there. If you're looking to rekindle, if you'll pardon the expression, your interest in reading, that's the place to go and visit. It's the Shadow Davis Show.